Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. <clears throat> All right. Hello, everybody. This is Kieran Callum and welcome to Interviews with Dating Gurus. Now, just so we're clear, I have completely taken that name from Dave D'Angelo. He's the guy who got me into this whole scene almost 20 years ago. And he had an interview series of the same name. So if you Google that, you'll find loads of great, fantastic interviews with men who are great with women that you can use to boost your own success. Anyway, today's dating guru is a man called Drew Schroeder. He's a pickup artist from America, from I think it's Las Vegas. And... He's absolutely amazing with women. So what I'm going to do right now is speak to him about his, his, uh, his well, not so much his mindset, but his strategies and the techniques that he employs in order to attract women. Because Drew is a man who is fantastic at building a diverse social circle for social circle game. So hello, Drew. Thanks for coming. Hey, hey man. I appreciate it. You know, especially thanks for all the love, too. You know, man, no worries, like, man, no worries. We've been, we, we've been talking for years too about like stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, like literally, actually, yeah, literally, yes, it's since about 2012, 2011, 2013, something like that. It's a while, it's uh, like actually a long time. I oh, know, maybe 2014. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was like 2013, 2014. So it's been like five mm. years or so. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. It is. We're literally the, the, the internet because we've exactly. never even, yeah, mm. we've if never we, even like met in person. That's crazy. I love mm. the internet. I know. If we, if me and you knew each other like 20, 30 years ago, we'd be like pen pals who sent each other letters for like once a year or so. Like a letter would come in. The post, <laughs> like, oh, I got a letter from Drew. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, so Drew, man. So with regards to social circle game, like this is something that I think is really important because Something that I I personally find about game is that you get a lot of guys who feel like you have to do it the hardest way. Like the hardest way is to go and approach a woman cold, which, you know, you totally should yeah. do, but it's like they feel like that's the only yeah. thing you should do. You know, and they ignore the fact that most people, like most average people, they will meet their partners through friends because actually... Right. The value of a social circle is really what invaluable for dating, relationships, sex, and all that stuff, man. So, what's your approach to social circle and with regards to okay, actually, to meet women? I cold approach every night. You know, mm. like if you want to meet new people, you have to cold approach. Mm. So, like it's just the areas where I approach, right? So, like I could approach on the dance floor, but or I could uh, approach at the bar, but I know that the better looking women, they're going to be in the VIP boots, right? They're going to be in behind the, uh, they're going to be hanging out with the, the owners of the club, you know, and then it's just better networking from there. It, like you can just like network with the guys, just be cool with them and they can let you hang out with them. So I actually went out to this, uh, to this rooftop club last night. It's called 350 Terrace uh, in downtown Detroit. And I met these girls right outside, right? And 
I was just talking to them and I was being cool with them. Turns out they know I have mutual friends with them back in uh, Las Vegas. And they're, and I said, Hey, you know, like I was supposed to go in on a guest list or someone else, but I couldn't find my friends. I, bl- I thought that they were already inside and they just went in without me. So I was like, Hey, you know, my friends are inside. How about, uh, can I just jump on the guest list with you? And they're like, yeah, that's cool. You know, we have like an extra room. Uh, on our guest list. So, um, turns out that the guest list was late and they wanted us to, uh, they wanted us to pay, but the girls, they knew someone, uh, they knew like the owner of the club. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so they ended up getting us all in for free. And then, uh, when we go up to the rooftop, I was like, Hey, so do you guys have like a table or something? And they're like, Oh yeah, just follow us. I'm like, okay. So they entered, they walked me into the most exclusive part of the club into the VIP section. And, um, and they right off the bat, they introduced me to all these promoters, the managers, the DJs, all the like best looking women in the club. And I look out on the dance floor and you know, it's just like the, the fives and below or the, the sevens and below in Michigan, you know, cause it's like, it's, a, it's, I mean, let's be honest, right. All the best looking women, they're going to be treated better and they're going to get like, uh, they're going to get more stuff. They're going to get like more and better free drinks. They're going to get the table service, you know, all the guys, they want all the best looking women to their VIP table. So, what do I do is I cold approach in the VIP section rather than on the dance floor and stuff like that. <clears throat> so I met a lot of really strong connections. And now I was like, Hey, so uh, this is tonight, but what's going on tomorrow night? And I got invited out to um, for one all next weekend, which I don't think I'm going to be in Michigan for. And then I get, also got invited for, uh, to go to a strip club the girls invited me to the strip club for tonight and i'm like yeah i mean cool it sounds good to me so that's just the power of just like i guess cold approach and networking uh within just two minutes of me being in the club i was already in the most exclusive part because i knew uh how to like really talk to people and then uh, my, I was like texting my friends, Hey, where are you guys at? Oh, we're going to be up in a minute. They came up and they said, Oh, you know, even though we were supposed to get you in, we were too late for the guest list and they made us pay. And I'm like, Oh, that's funny. Cause you guys come here all the time. I got in for free and I'm hanging out with all the DJs and celebrities and stuff. You should take an, you should take a boot camp with Alpha pickup <laughs> because like, it's just, it just happens every, I don't know how, like, like I know how, but it's just, it's just weird how like, I always put myself in that situation, you know? Hmm. All right. And that's right. like on an every night basis. Yeah. So for the guy who's listening, maybe is in Iowa right now, or maybe is in London, yeah. maybe is in Tokyo and he's thinking, all right, so yeah. how do I actually create a social circle? Like a cool social circle okay. that will like, enable me to meet other people. <clears throat> like what tips would you give that guy in order to get started? Okay, so uh, there's right off the bat, there's going to be a lot of people that they don't like to um, that they don't like to go out to nightclubs and bars and stuff. Me, 
I mean, like, it's not, it's not always my favorite thing. I mean, I don't drink, I don't smoke, you know, I like, I've never drank in my life. So why would I want to go to a nightclub? Right. Yeah. I like, I like listening to the music, but I mainly go for the girls. If the girls were like the quality and like the easiest way to meet girls was somewhere else, I would go to that somewhere else. You know, I was running a meetup group every uh, every Thursday, and every Thursday we would go to this country bar. I hate country music, but that's where it was ladies' night. Girls get like dollar drinks, so um, like the guys were getting sick of it. They're like, "Oh man, I'm I'm sick of country music. I hate going to this place." I'm like, "Why are you going for the music?" There's like it's like a five to one ratio for the girls. They're all hot white blondes with big boobs that like are dressing like, uh, you know, uh, like, like the cutoff top that's like tied around, like really slutty, like a fake cowgirl. Like you like, like white blondes with big boobs. Right. And they're like, yeah, look, this is the place to go. This is game. But I mean, so you won't put yourself in that situation. Like, what is your type of girl? Okay. It, um, and then um, put yourself in that situation and then start just like networking. That's it. And I don't mean just like from a business standpoint, but I mean like maybe she's, maybe she's like trying to be an Instagram model or whatever. And then maybe, you know, a photographer, a lot of guys, they know photographers like Joe's a photographer, right? Or, I'm pretty sure he could take photos for girls. So if you meet a girl that's like, oh, hey, I, um, oh, uh, you need a, a photo shot done. Okay, well, I know this guy, he, he takes photos. That's, that's a certain in. Or if you like, say you like hot fit girls wearing yoga pants, right? It would make more sense to go to a yoga studio where it's just going to be mostly girls in yoga pants that are really fit and um going there enough times you're going to get that mirror exposure which is um just it's just like a psychology term for you know keep showing up over and over the the exposure gets you comfortable with that person um rather because they like it or not you know oh hold like on big so, brands like yeah hold on so can i just i just want to clarify what you mean so are you basically saying yeah. then that let's say i like uh girls in yoga pants so Am I going to yeah. the yoga studio so that I become comfortable with the concept of women in yoga pants? Or am I going to the yoga studio so no. the specific women at that studio become comfortable with me? Uh, the girls would get comfortable by seeing you from the exposure. Like, uh, as an example, I was going to use um, like a big brand like Coca-Cola. Like, mm. everyone knows what Coca-Cola is because it's everywhere, Right. You're so used to it. Like I would trust Google and I do trust Google with everything, you know, like, Oh, Google, you want my social security number. Okay. I was going to ask if you actually wanted it, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm okay with that kind of stuff, you know, because I know that like, I've seen it so many times. I just trust it. You know, like they say in business, you have to see something like 15 times or like 10 times or whatever for you to get comfortable and actually click on an ad. Mm. I mean, so it's just, uh, you seeing the same thing over and over again, they're going to get comfortable with you. 
even if you like, there's been times where I've gone to the nightclub um, for a, over the course of like a couple of months or whatever, or maybe even just like a month and then security just knows who I am or like someone wants to fight me for some stupid reason. And then the bouncer has my back because he sees me and I actually acknowledge his existence, you know, like every time I go there, I just give him a fist bump or whatever. And then he has my back over their back, you know? Drew, this is so true. You're saying yeah. stuff that I actually know is true, but to be honest, I'd kind of forgotten. Yeah, it's the fact. <laughs> yeah, I had kind of forgotten. Like, I, I learned this years ago, but consciously I'd forgotten it. And I don't even know if I've still been implementing it, but it's actually really true. It's that, like, say, if I yeah. go and approach a woman on the street, it's yeah. one of the huge drawbacks to approaching a woman on the street. And I'm not saying to anyone that you shouldn't do it, but one of the drawbacks is, is the fact that she sees you there and then. And she, she just has, you have to hope that you make enough of a positive impression in that one encounter yeah. that she still wants to get to know you, but she's most likely going to have fears about who's this man who's approaching me, even if it all goes well. Yeah. So like it all goes well and you swap numbers and whatnot. After the high that you put her in starts to fade down away. Then it's like, oh my God, who's yeah. this guy? Is he weird? Is he a rapist? Is he this? Is he that? But what you're doing circumvents that because you're, they will see you again and again and again and again and again. They'll see you hanging out with yeah. their friends. They'll see you talking to the bouncers. It's like, oh, yeah, it's true. It's true. Of course. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That cool guy from the bar. So I see that. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that, like, you know, I don't have one-night stands. I actually prefer one-night stands, you know? But it's the fact that, um, you know, like, if you're, like, social proofing, the the club right if you if you're going to the same club or if you're going to the same yoga studio over and over and then there's that new person that comes up and they see that everyone else knows who you are then that is the social proof does that make mm -hmm. sense yeah yeah completely yeah so that's why i like i i draw on uh three things one the propinquity effect which is pushing putting yourself where um the people that you want to date is right mm. so like people will move uh like say if you want to date like a, a hot actresses and models right where would you go the number one place in the world hollywood right that's where like okay that's where the most actresses and models live in the world right yeah it makes sense so but not just that, but you also have to put yourself in those parties and what part of those parties, the, the VIP parts of those parties and stuff. So that's the propinquity effect. Then the mere exposure effect is you, them keep seeing you. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, how long have I known you? Oh, I've known you for like five years. You know, like I'm so comfortable with you. You know what? I'm shooting this video tomorrow. Um, how about if uh, you and I, like uh, how about if you come to the set and then you know whatever and then like next thing you know you're like uh you're uh like in the movie like that's all it really takes it's not mm. it's not who you know it's how well you know them uh but in that it definitely goes the same way for dating too you know for like if if you want to date those type of women then you you know you can be like a director or an executive producer or even a camera guy 
Yeah, I see and, what you mean. Uh, so, that, that's going to surround you. Yeah. So what you're saying is, with regards then, to, yeah, carry on. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I I pretty much covered it. So, right. like, you put yourself in proximity of them, and then the mere exposure being seen with them over and over again. And then I have one more uh, thing, which is reciprocity, which is you know try and add value to someone else's life. Uh, this is more of like a general general rule. I mean, you don't want people like, you know, walking all over you and not giving them everything that they want. But I like to definitely give more than what I receive. I'm kind of a, um, I'm kind of a people pleaser, and like there's a whole law, uh, the the whole like rule of reciprocity where you give out and then people feel almost obligated to give back to you. You know. Yeah, I, I see, I see, I see. Okay, this is, this is really, really, really good. So what I want to know is then, so what I've, what I've heard <laughs> is, no, this is, this is brilliant. This is actually, this is brilliant. So what I've heard is, okay, reciprocity. So you're giving value, you give value so that yeah. you're not yeah. a leech. You're not a leech. You actually provide something. Right. So when, when this cool DJ, when this actor, when this director, or when this potential Instagram model, they look at you, they have a really yeah. positive association because you're helping them to achieve their goals. Then also you're in yeah. the same place as them as well. And you're there again and again and again so that they feel comfortable with you, etc. So yeah. what else I want to ask is, is there anything else? So like, is that basically it then? Just be around these people and add value. And like also know where to be as well. So you're in the right place to attract the right people. Or is there anything else that you do? Because I guess what I'm saying uh, is, I, mean, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the guy in Tokyo who's listening to this right now or in Calcutta or wherever the fuck he is, right? And he yeah. is having trouble meeting people in general, you know? Yeah. Like... Okay. How, how, how does he get started? Because there'll be a lot of guys who will be like, oh my God, so like, they won't even know what to do. Like, even the stuff that you've said, they'll still be like, okay, so how do I actually speak to these people? How do I make them think I'm cool, etc.? Do you see what you get what I'm saying? Right. I mean, that goes back to like, uh, just exposing yourself enough and just knowing, just like suspend your disbelief and just do it and you know just don't creep them out don't like have self-awareness of like okay that's not working you got to realize that not everyone's going to like you right um but you have to be aware okay is this working for me or not um so uh like if, if someone's having problems approaching right Mm. And I know I've talked to you about this before. I hate the concept of other dating coaches saying approach anxiety, approach anxiety, approach anxiety. I mean, like I've approached hundreds of thousands of people in my life being a nightlife promoter for seven years. Okay. I got paid to approach people. I haven't had that feeling of approach anxiety that I was told was never going to go away. I've, I haven't felt any type of way if I want to approach I'm just going to approach if I don't know what to say I'm just going to just say pretty much anything on the spot you know like people easily forget things and just because you creep out a girl um like one time at a club she might remember it 
but I mean, people are so into themselves, right? And people are so worried about what other people think of them. She's, uh, he or she, they're going to forget about it anyway. So if you mess up, you know, they're like, okay, like they call you like, okay, bro. Like that joke was so fucking stupid, right? They're going to get over it. It doesn't matter. Right. You can get away with so much. Just mm-hmm. blow past it. Just, just say something else. Just keep the conversation going. The worst thing you can do is say something really creepy and then walk away. That would be the worst thing you can do. You know, you know what, Drew? Then you leave is, on a bad note. That's really true. That's really, really, really true. I mean, <clears throat> I haven't necessarily thought about this with regards to guys. Although, yeah, you, what you're saying blatantly is true. But definitely where women are concerned, I've noticed that. Like you might make a quote unquote mistake. Like let's say you're, you're mm-hmm. let's say like you send the girl a message and then like she doesn't like the message that you've sent or something like that. A lot of men will think, oh yeah. no, it's over. Oh no, yeah. I can't speak to her again. It was like, actually no, just right. like let her forget about it. She'll forget, give her a few days, give her a week, however long it is, and then just dive in again. You know what I mean? Like people, right. unless you've said something really horrible, like I'm glad your grandmother's dead because she was a, disgusting people. right like, like you know what i mean like you'd be a great person to take home and chop up exactly. that would be something that okay you might not be able to recover from that hmm. yeah unless, i mean like hmm, I, that's why i said you have to you have to have that self-awareness you know like okay this this is probably not socially acceptable now there's going to be like some people that say you shouldn't care what people think about you listen i care what people think about me i care about my image you know, like, um, your reputation is your life, you know, like, just look at that guy that, um, that sold, uh, he, he bought like some, some drug, like, uh, to, to help people with HIV, right? His life is forever ruined. And he, like, because he, um, like he upped the price to like 700 and something dollars a pill and then Mm. people just couldn't afford it, you know, and that just killed his reputation forever. And people won't even, people will never forgive him for something like that. Mm. Um, See, I I hear what you're saying. So what's interesting is, so people care about what other people think about them. And a lot of people say you shouldn't yeah. care. And you are saying that you should, but what I'm hearing is that you're saying that you should for a different reason. So when you say that you care yeah. about what people think about you, it seems like it's not because yeah. if this person doesn't like you, it's going to crush your spirit. It's more of a tactical, no. it's a tactical thing, yeah. which is I have to be perceived in a certain way. And if somebody, yeah. if my image is damaged, that will affect my ability to achieve my goals. Right. Like people get over like the smaller things. Like I said, if you say something a little weird or a little off, like people will get over it um, and definitely have a self-awareness. But I mean, in general, uh, I like, I mean, yeah, I'm going to perceive myself in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, 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 but I'm never going to lie about myself. You know, there's people that think that like what I post on my Facebook uh, is like, Oh, Drew, you're so fake on your Instagram. I'm like, but how though? I mean, I'm posting videos and pictures of me with girls and celebrities and stuff. How, like, I'm not Photoshopping it. Like, how am I being fake? They're like, it's just your, you're just painting this facade about yourself. And I'm like, I don't, 
what I, I don't get it and then it's like then if, um and then uh i just realized that um it's it's just like i'm sorry that my life is too baller for you or too unbelievable for you to believe or too baller for you to believe that like what i'm doing is actually what i'm doing you know mm. see this is what i meant as well when i said that you when you say that you care about what other people think it's from a different perspective because what you've just said yeah. there about those people judging you that would actually crush a lot of people yeah. and that would cause a lot of people not to post certain things because they'd be worried about the judgment yeah when ultimately that judgment I mean, is coming from yeah. people who are jealous and actually envious and when they right. see you living a certain life it actually makes them feel bad about their own that's pretty much it and that was the, and, and that's the person that i uh like that i definitely care about that told me that too you know and he cares about me and he's like set me aside and he's like hey i just want to let you know you should definitely stop acting fake on your instagram it came from a genuine spot too and i'm like i'm sorry that my life is too baller for you but i mean i'm just gonna keep posting this so yes there's a there's a, a there's a time when you should care about what people say but you have to be selective you have to take the constructive criticism that people give you you know what i'm saying like yeah. like people people are so like closed-minded you know like I, i'm i know you're you're probably not familiar with uh like insane clown posse right they always say like no no uh, i i am because eminem beefed with them back oh, in the really yeah yeah they remember oh, okay, eminem, yeah. He, he had a so, huge beef with them in like 2001. they made a whole culture of people uh of people to not give a fuck but in the wrong way where it's just like they'll shave like half their head and they do a bunch of drugs and it's like ah oh, you shouldn't care but in their songs and what they really mean is you know don't let other people judge you because you're different you know and it's like yeah but uh the whole image thing you know like you're not going to get a job and not to mention it's considered a federal gang or i don't know if it's still considered a federal gang but i know at one point uh, it was considered a federal gang to be a juggalo, which is getting the, the logo tattooed on their arm or getting a tattoo on their body of the hatchet man. And it's like, I don't want to be perceived as a gang member, even though I used to listen to the music because I'm from Detroit. I don't want to be perceived as that, you know? Mm. All right. Going back to... Yeah. Um you mentioned instagram and well basically social media yeah <clears throat> so yeah. how do you, how do you use social media to um like to aid enhance benefit your whole social circle game like is there anything that you do where that's concerned oh yes absolutely yes um for there's there's a whole bunch of different things that i use it for for one uh, i put girls in my funnel okay like I think of it as I, I can put like hundreds of girls on my back burner for, and save them for later if I want, right? Uh, something that you can't really do on text message because people, they kind of forget um, the whole, like they kind of forget what you look like. They don't save your name, stuff like that. Even though I'm a huge advocate for phone numbers and grabbing that first. What I do is I get their phone number and then I get their Instagram on top of that or, you know, Facebook, but you know, mostly Instagram nowadays, um, just because it's a bigger platform than Facebook. And um, I, I just post 
like very hyped up things on my story where it's just actually entertaining to watch, you know, like people, they'll, they'll just take pictures of their uh, food or they'll take pictures of um, like the, like, like nasty looking food or whatever they eat or um, they'll take like the lip sync music and stuff and I'll just upload that and no one wants to watch that or they'll just take pictures of a sunset I know what the sunset looks like thank you um so what I do is I I try and post as hyped up and entertaining stuff as I can because in a general day there's inter there's entertaining things that can happen okay you don't have to show your whole day just show like two or three quick five second videos or like a quick joke or something uh, that's going to keep people engaged. Or what I do is when I'm going to the club and I am in the VIP section and then I'm like recording all that stuff. I'm in the uh, DJ booth and, you know, I'm hanging out with Steve Aoki or Tiesto or, you know, if I'm with RL Grime or, um, uh, like any major, con major concert, like, when I went to EDC and I went backstage or when I was in the billboard awards and I, I sat behind Drake, uh, I'm going to record all of that. And that's going to be super engaging and people are going to want to watch that kind of stuff. I put that up on my, on my story for people to watch and all these girls, they're like, wow, this guy is a very high status person. He's, you know, sitting in the second row of the billboard awards, you know, he's meeting people and hanging out with Steve Aoki almost on a nightly basis and stuff like that. And who wouldn't want to, I mean, like, let's face it, same guy. Okay. Two of the same guy, right? One guy is hanging out with these like high status celebrities. Another guy is just posting same job and everything, but he's just posting pictures of like, um, like sunsets, you know, like you want to, you want to like the story is just like a highlight reel of your life and what you're showing off. So you put the girls on the back burner, they can react to your, uh, your stories They can, uh, comment on your stories and, uh, it keeps them in the loop. You can't really do that with text message, but text messages or texting is just more personal, you know, because they can always unfollow you or sometimes they can not follow you back and stuff like that. So that's why I like to um, get the phone number for personal reasons and then uh, the Instagram for, um, for, uh, to for them to keep up with me, you know? Yeah. All right, question. So you mentioned about yeah. girls not following you back. And this is an issue that the guys that I personally coach um, find a lot of the time. <clears throat> but is there something that you yeah. specifically do to make sure that she does follow you back other than just saying, yes. follow me back? I, I, I am very, very systematic when it comes to this, right? So, um, I, I go for the phone number first and then I have like a, a set text message template that I text out like a quick text. And, uh, so I text them like my name, uh, my, it's just like a business card, my name, my phone number, my handle, my, like my Instagram handle and my Facebook URL, right? So that way, if they're interested, they can do that on their own by adding me on Facebook. Some people do, some people don't. It's not a big deal, right? And then uh, maybe a certain time goes by, maybe I'm texting them and I say, hey, uh, like if I'm there in person, I'll say, what's your Instagram handle? 
and then I, or I take their phone and I follow myself and then I follow them first. Okay. The other way is like, I follow them and, you know, I can say, um, pull out your phone and follow me right now. Because if you're, if you're just following her and she's not following you back, then if you send her a direct message, it just, it, it'll just get buried. It just won't be seen as well as she's following you back, you know? So I always like to make sure that they're following me back before I send them a message. Mm. But my system is get their phone number, then their Instagram, and then take their phone, type in my name, um, and then I follow myself on their phone, and then I follow them back. And then once they're scrolling through my Instagram, you can see a whole bunch of pictures of me hanging out with celebrities and stuff. And like, I even have it in my Instagram bio, hanging out with your favorite DJs and celebrities, right? Because I am hanging out with a whole bunch of DJs and celebrities, and I'm just assuming they're your favorite uh, DJs and celebrities, right? I do that for a few different reasons. For one, it's going to get them to look at my feed and to see who I'm hanging out with because I got pictures of Logan Paul and James Charles is a thing that girls, for some reason, they love the picture of me and James Charles um, because, you know, he does like makeup tutorials and stuff. Uh, that's the one that girls mostly comment on, which is kind of funny because I was like, should I even post a picture of me with James Charles? And then you know, I, I did it. I'm like, okay, I didn't expect that to, you know, a whole bunch of girls to want that. And then, um, so that's a, that's a huge conversation starter is, um, and when I'm posting pictures with me in celebrities, I don't just go to like conferences. I don't just go to like, um, um, what was it? Conventions and stuff because it kind of, it's different, you know, like I'm at the club with these people. I'm not, you know, at a convention where I, when you got the little sash thing or, or the, the lanyard around your neck that says like conference or whatever, because that's, that just means that you're a fanboy. If you're posting pictures of you with these people like at the club or just like at a restaurant or whatever, I have a picture of me and OJ Simpson at a restaurant, right? I mean, I could say, yeah, you know, like uh, I was at a restaurant with OJ Simpson, which isn't a lie. I mean, we didn't sit down and have dinner together, but I was at a restaurant with OJ Simpson, you know? And he was a pretty cool guy, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, where am I going with this? <laughs> um, well, I, I'm not so, sure. Yeah, okay, so, I mean, that's, that's pretty much my funnel, right? Like, mm -hmm. they look at my Instagram, and, like, I just post high-status stuff. A lot of the problems that, uh, like, I see a lot of guys do is they post a selfie of themselves every single day. Girls do the mm -hmm. same thing, but, I mean, girls are, like, I mean, guys are just going to like girl photos and stuff, but if a guy posts a picture of a selfie every single day, just delete all of those photos. Like, I don't have any, I don't believe I have any or very, very few selfies on my profile. All right. So, you know, something that I yeah. think is uh, one of the biggest um, ways that men hold themselves back on social media. I say women too, but, yeah. you know, this is for men or so whatever, is that they're afraid to stand out. So, you know, you spoke about people posting pictures of sunsets and whatnot, and then, like, a guy posting yeah. a selfie. 
and all of that stuff it's yeah. very it's very safe <clears throat> hold on <clears throat> it's very safe like a sunset is a safe thing to post. So I was like, oh, it's a sunset. Ah, oh. but then actually posting a picture of you partying with somebody—that's the kind yeah. of stuff that most people are kind of scared to do. Most people are kind of scared yeah. to do things that draw attention to themselves. But ultimately, that stuff that draws attention to yourself is what you need to do if you want to actually look important and cool. If you see what I mean. So, is that something yeah. you agree with? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I mean, they're not going to get to know who you are by posting a picture of sunset or a building or, you know, a hot dog that they had on the street corner. Like, mm. They don't really care about that kind of stuff. They'll probably follow you after that, you know? And one thing that like guys, I know that they're uh, skeptical on is they're like, I don't want to post a bunch of pictures of me with girls because I mean, yeah, there's that whole social proof thing, but um, I, like every time I post a picture, a girl will say, oh, no, you're just a player. I don't want that vibe to come across. I'm like, I mean, for one, there's tons of rebuttals that are just going to counteract that are just funny, you know? Like when the girl calls me a player, I'll just say, you know, like, I'm not a player. I just crush a lot, you know, <laughs> which is one of those, uh, it's a big pun, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot, right? Or... I, like just because a girl says that she doesn't like a photo with you with a whole bunch of girls doesn't mean that right just like when a girl says i'm fine it never means that she's fine you know so like post pictures of with you with girls uh as long as it doesn't look like uh as long as it's like she's smiling and having fun you know and or like you know, she has like one of those model faces. If if she looks like she's uncomfortable in the photo, then don't post the photo. You know, just because it's a photo with you and a girl, it's, it's like here's here's a prize trophy that I found uh, of a picture of uh, I found this girl. Here's a prize trophy. Let's get a photo. And she's like, you know, giving one of those like fake smiles, or she's mm -hmm. like, oh god, it's like mid eye roll photos. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, okay, so there's something I do, right, specifically for this purpose, which is that whenever I'm going to take a photo of me and a girl or, like, shoot a video, I usually do a lot of videos, Yeah. I make sure to make them laugh before yeah. I take the picture or before I start rolling. Like, so, for yeah. instance, this is a common one I do. Let's let's say me and you were about to take a picture. I'd say something like, hey, Drew, now yeah. what I need you to do is just pretend to like me, yeah. okay? Just pretend to like me. Usually when I say that, people yeah, that's, start Yeah, that's what I say, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah pretend like you're having fun yeah and then that makes them chuckle then you snap and then boom there you go done yeah <laughs> okay maybe yeah, maybe like, i got that from you back in yeah. the day if we're both saying the same yeah thing. It's, that's what i came up with that. Mm. it's it's so funny because like i i always say pretend like you're you're having fun mm. and then uh i mean girls know and like even when i'm taking my videos right uh like most of the time when i'm at the dj booth or when I'm at like these like VIP, like girls are just sitting there on their phone, which is completely fine. I mean, like, you know, their phone is babysitting for me so I can talk to other people while, you know, they're just sitting on their phone. And then at the end of the night, I can pull them, right? Um, and it's better than some other cho talking to them and possibly like scooping them up, right? So what I say is, hey girls, I'm gonna take a photo for Instagram real quick pretend like you're having fun and then the girls are like you know they they know to act out like girls will do so much in front of a camera 
and uh, on, on an Instagram or Snapchat or uh, uh, on a Instagram or Snapchat story, it's insane, right? Um, where like I've gotten girls to like make out on camera and stuff just because I said, um, "Oh, you girls are." Uh, you girls said that you're best friends. You're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're best friends, but have you ever, but have you ever even kissed each other? And they're like, oh my God, we make out all the time. And then they start making out and I'm like, okay, well, and then I started recording it and then they start smiling and make it out in front of the camera and stuff. I'm like, huh, wow. I didn't expect that to work. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that once or twice before, actually. I remember once I had this video of a woman, <laughs> this girl like licking another girl's arm. In like this really sexy way, like yeah. all up and down, like from her elbow to her wrist, which was oddly yeah. erotic. <laughs> oddly erotic. Right, so <laughs> I, I, I've, got, I've got a question for you, Mr. Schroeder. So, um, yeah, that's my question. How exactly does social circle game pay off for you? Like, if you can kind of describe it. What I mean is that, let's say if I'm just approaching women cold on the street or you know, if I'm on Tinder. So the way it pays off is right. I approach a woman, I get her number, maybe I take her on and then yeah. and we have sex, or maybe I call her the next week and we meet up and have sex, boom, okay, fine. Okay. In what yeah. certain ways does <clears throat> social circle pay off for you that maybe other ways, other methods of meeting women don't? Uh, it makes you abundant. That's it. Like, People, they're, they're seeking abundance. You know, like when guys, they, they're just starting out, they just turn 18, you know, they have like, they don't have like the best friends, you know, they don't have that many friends. Guys that have been playing World of Warcraft too long and they want to get good at game. And then they read a book or they watch a, like some a PUA or some PUA video that says you need to have abundance. And they're like, I don't have abundance. This is how you create abundance is you create a social circle and I just told you how to do it. You go to the club and you hang out in the VIP section and then being in the VIP section is going to be where the best girls are probably in the city. And they're going to be the most well-connected people. And not only are you going to get better looking women, it's going to up your career because you're going to be hanging out with all these high status women. They know all these high status guys. So um, really, I mean like those two girls, those two girls that I met, last night and I hung out and they took me and they showed, they introduced me to the owner and also the, uh, the other promoters and stuff. And then this, uh, one of the guys that was in this group, he was, he actually had like 118,000 followers. Now I don't know what I could use that for. He just has like a, like a shout out page. It looks like from what I've been looking at, like I briefly looked at his Instagram page maybe I can collaborate with him and have him shout out one of my pages. I don't know. There's a lot of different things that you can do. Like there's a lot of different, like I could just up my career just by doing that. If I needed a job in Michigan, I could be like, Hey, I need a job. You're the owner. What would it take for me to be a promoter? I was a nightlife promoter for seven years in Las Vegas. Right. Or, if I know a photographer or if I wanted to be a photographer, you know, like I could go that whole route would be like, Hey, uh, if you're looking for an extra photographer, I could, you know, do a free shoots for a couple of days, 
you know, just to show you that I'm good and I know what I'm doing. And it'd be better than just climbing up the ladder. Why not just just like own the ladder, right? Instead of hanging out with the like the the people that pay the admission, the general admission to get into the nightclub that are kind of mediocre looking. I want to get the better looking girls. Mm. You know? You know uh, something? So um, something, I'm that I'm, up. something I've realized as well. So about social cycle. Yeah. Thing. And this is something that yeah. most guys don't actually realize, which is that. And yeah. something that I'm sure you've experienced, but I don't think you actually just said, which is that when mm. you meet a woman through either another girl, ideally, or a man that she trusts, but ideally yeah. another girl, her barriers drop. So it's like when you, anytime I've met a woman and she's like, she has been introduced to me for a mutual friend and she trusts the mutual friend. All of a sudden, any kind of like half the job's done or three quarters of the job is done because a huge percentage of meeting a woman is letting her know that you're not a rapist or a weirdo or a creep. That's a huge part of it. A huge part of it is right. the first factor of who is this man. When she meets yeah. you through a trusted source, that's all done. Like, she, like, let's say you meet this woman, her name's Chloe. But Chloe is friends with your mutual friend, Sarah. So Chloe goes and speaks to yeah. Sarah, like, hey, what's this thing about Drew? Like, oh, Drew is a great guy. He's so funny. You know, he, he, he protected me when this one guy grabbed my ass in the club once. Drew's an amazing guy. So now when you start to message, like, Chloe, Chloe responds to you yeah. immediately. Chloe is, like, warm to you now. If you say to Chloe, hey, let's meet up, Chloe probably isn't going to flake you. Chloe's going to turn up because Sarah has actually vouched for you. And your interactions yeah. with Chloe are just so much more smooth sailing. And that is a huge yeah. element of social circle game, which most guys don't actually realize, which I feel like. Yeah. Said. Yeah. I mean, so like I said, I mean, like I even cold approach every night that I go out. It's just, and that's kind of like, I start off with one person. And then it just branches out into a whole bunch of different people. Like they mm. introduce me to other people because they, they want to show off this cool guy. That's like this cool nightlife promoter from Las Vegas, you know, mm. or, you know, this, um, like they, they want to, people want to introduce themselves. It's a social setting, you know, like, uh, that's why, I mean, like, yeah, you can pick up a girl at Starbucks. You can pick up a girl at the mall but it's just easier. Like the nightlife is just easier. It's just easy mode. Rather if people like to admit it or not, because there's just, it's just a sheer numbers game, you know? Mm. Like when we were going back to what it was before, like not everyone's going to like you. The girl at the Starbucks, like you might get one or two interactions out of the day of going to the mall. If you're trying, you know, but at the, at the, at the club, people approach you. Mm. all right so uh, assuming that assuming that you're an approachable person you know <laughs> yeah yeah I, I hear yeah i hear yeah so when you are in a club then and you're let's say you're in a club and you approach some woman are you I, yeah. I feel like you could be doing it one of three ways well i guess it's actually one of two ways so you're either thinking i am approaching you 
because you're a woman and I want to have sex with you. Like, you know, the regular PUA stuff. Or it could be, okay, so I am building my social circle and you're a potential node to have in my social circle network. Or I guess it could be like a kind of a mixture of the two. So like when you're approaching, is it that you just kind of see each woman as, even though you're an attractive woman and I could have sex with you, I'm going to forego that to actually add you to my network and then increase my ability to have sex with loads of other women. Or are you just going after her directly or do you not care? You see what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, it depends. It depends on the girl. You know, is the girl hot? Uh, Then I'm going to... Like, it depends what my goal is right then and there, because at the beginning of the night, what I like to do is I like to, you know, find out who people are. And I like to have this whole, like, I call it like a base set, you know, where like that interaction, the group of people that you can just keep going back to and be cool with the night, you know, people that you can bring back to them. Right. Um, So I like to have that base set uh, sometimes. And then other times where I'm just like, man, I haven't gotten laid in like a week and a half or like two weeks or whatever. Uh, I'm on a fucking prowl tonight. And then I'm going to uh, just go for the kill. Like any chance that I get, you know, be relentless. Um, and in that case, it'd be more of like, a, like, I don't know, like ev- lately when I've pulled, it's been like, it's only been one interaction throughout the night it was just like oh i pulled her in like a half hour oh wait she was my first interaction for the night you know the first set that i've opened for that night you know so um yeah i was uh that's that's been the case lately when i when i have gone out uh so it just depends what my goal is for the night. I mean, like sometimes it's just, I want to be out and I don't even want to approach anyone, you know? And it's not like, Oh, I'm like scared to approach. It's more of a, like, I just want to be out just to be out. And then sometimes something happens. Sometimes it's just at the bar hanging, uh, just, you know, hanging out or like at the karaoke bar or whatever, you know, it's pretty much just what I just do what I want to do. You know, I don't have any like real rules that I set on myself. Um, unless, you know, if someone's listening to this and they want to get better, um, which I'm always looking to get better too, you know, um, is I would have like a quick drill that I do, which would sometimes be 25 interactions within the first hour. And that's going to intimidate some people, but I mean, like, like when I'm on a boot camp or when I'm working with a student, I have them approach 50 interactions in an hour. That's just the warm up. And then after that, after after you do your warm up exercise, or if you do any exercise at all, say like, you know, 10 phone numbers in a half hour, right? Or in, which is easy to do, or 10 phone numbers in an hour, right? Um, then after that, then you try and make the poll right? That's going to get you a lot further than uh, what I hear a lot of other guys do and say, which is, all right, uh, I'm going, you know what, guys, you know, I'm going to take off soon. I'm just going to approach a few more sets and I'm going to get out of here. Why? What's the point? Why not just one more interaction and try and pull that girl? Does that make sense? You know, like, why are you trying to like get these approaches out of your, uh, like approaches 
under your belt. Like more approaches isn't going to get you better. It's trying to pull is going to get you better. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. If you're not attempting like, to close, then what's the point? It'd be kind of yeah, like me being a exactly. salesman and I'm speaking to prospects, yeah. but I'm not actually trying to get them to buy whatever I'm selling. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to make a few exactly. more calls. That's exactly what it is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know, like, uh, do, your, do what you want to work on. If you need help on getting phone numbers, then do an, a phone number exercise, like try and get 10 phone numbers in an hour. And then after that, okay, so I, I'm pretty good at getting phone numbers. You know, I got like, say like nine phone numbers in that, in that 60 minutes. Now for the rest of the night, I'm just going to try and I'm just going to go into a set and I'm going to try and pull no matter what it takes. I'm not going to leave the interaction at all until I try and pull or she tells me to fuck off. Then I'll leave the interaction. You know, that's how you get better. Not by like, okay, so Monday through Wednesday, I'm going, I'm going to work on my approach. And then Thursday through Sunday, I'm going to work on uh, sexually escalating. It's like, what? No, like, what did you really get in the game for? What did you really start going out to the clubs for? To fuck women, to fuck more women. If you want fuck more women, then you need to try and fuck more women, not, uh, not just approach. You don't want to be a serial approacher, mm. you know? Yeah, understood completely, completely, Drew, completely. Now, I think this is a very good place to end the chat. But, uh, yeah. Bro, thank you, because you have given me and everybody who's listening, especially the guy in Tokyo and the man in Zimbabwe and the man in Rio in yeah. Brazil as well, you've given all of them fantastic information. So my question to you now is, yeah. anyone yeah. who's been listening to you who really likes yeah. what you've had to say and they're like, oh, you know what, I want to get in touch with Drew. He could help me out a lot. How would they actually yeah. you? Uh, my personal Instagram, if you want to see me hanging out with celebrities, is at Drew Vegas. And then uh, my brand, Alpha Pickup, is just that, at Alpha Pickup. Um, and I'm very active on um, Instagram. When are you going to be posting this? Like in the next couple of days. It's currently Sunday. I'd be shocked if it wasn't out by Wednesday. Okay. Um, Because I was going to say, because I got that whole, uh, (laughs) I got that story up from last night and uh, it's, it's, it's kind of funny. It's kind of, I don't know. There's, it's a roller. It was a roller coaster last night. (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? In that case then, um, hold on. How many hours are left on that story? Like the story that you posted, how many uh, hours are left on it? Oh, ooh, okay. Probably like 12 more hours. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, yeah no yeah, worries. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be missed <laughs> because I'm literally about to go to work. I mean, like, it's, it's literally just like, it, this is like an everyday thing. So. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Well, to anyone who's listening, then go and check out Drew's yeah. Instagram, follow him, and prepare yourself for an amazing story experience, basically. Uh, showing hey, you, how you to got it. That, that badass lifestyle that makes women go, Oh, who is this guy? I have to get to know him. <laughs> this seems so compelling. <laughs> but yeah, so Drew, thank you very much and goodbye to the person who's listening. <laughs>
Thank All you. All right. So yeah, stay, stay there, Dodri. Stay there. So let me start recording.